International. Welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal. I'm your host, Pat Soroyce. With me, not as always, but uh, unusually now in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kath Barbadoro, how you doing today, Hi, Kath? Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, I. this is very exciting. I am back in Austin for the weekend, so Ow. we're finally reunited, yeah. not <laughs> remote recording for uh, at least a few episodes. We're going to try to do yeah. a bunch today. So... Yeah, it's exciting. You won't have to hear um, calls to prayer or uh, <laughs> air conditioning or cats fighting in the background, which is like mostly what happens yeah, when yeah. I record. <laughs> so uh, that's cool. I heard, picked up a little bit of the background last time. Was, there was definitely some two street gangs dance fighting. I could hear it in the back. I don't know if you, anybody oh, yeah. the listeners heard it. Yeah, but, I do yeah. live in a cartoon of Brooklyn. I was just, <laughs> yeah. I was actually just talking about this last night because people, I, I'm visiting Austin and, you know, I, I moved pretty recently people keep asking me how new york is and i i really do legitimately really like it but i also live in i do live in kind of a cartoon like there's a woman who sits on my stoop all day named miss cookie like (laughs) that's a real person and she's like an old west indian woman who's lived in the building for like 40 years and every time i leave my apartment she goes all right now baby like (laughs) it's ridiculous oh that's great yeah like like you live in like the 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 city from bonkers like the the cat the cartoon yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly (laughs) i i live on sesame street it's ridiculous um but yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, I am excited about this story I'm doing today. So uh, this is one of the ones I'm reading to Pat. Um, before I start, I also want to say I'm sorry I sound so scratchy. I'm getting over uh, an illness. Yeah. So I'm sorry that I sound kind of Tom Waitsy today. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend's uh, uh, little girl just went to uh, New York City for a week with her grandma. They, yeah, they just got back, and uh, it, it's just it's it's. It is funny. They do, in fact, noticeably grow in a week. You, you don't know to think about that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, she came back and she picked up a little throat cold thing there when she got there. It's a disgusting place full of germs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's um, uh, America's doorknob. That's what, they, that's what they call New York. <laughs> that's a much better nickname than the Big Apple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> America's doorknob. <laughs> the city that never bathes. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> no, she came back and her voice was scratchy. So not only did she like look noticeably older and then she was like a little more world weary because she had flown at this point yeah, she, yeah. Like, <laughs> she was jaded and then she was just all like like it was like a little bit deeper just like a little like an <laughs> octave down and, yep. and I, or maybe an octave I don't know I don't play music but like it was a, a something down and it was just it was very odd I was just like thinking she was just gonna be like hey like <laughs> <laughs> Put everything on the bagel. <laughs> <laughs> you do have to ask them to put everything on the everything bagel. That yeah. is how you get an everything bagel uh, in New York City. Yeah. Shout out Gross Lonely Boys. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron, Andrew Clarkston has, I don't know if, it, if he's, if it's part of his bit. I saw him doing open mics a couple times and he was like, you know, Andrew Clarkston, very, if you're fans of uh, other body tape shows, very high paced dude. Yeah. Fast. High break. energy. Yeah. High energy. A yeller. Yeah. A yeller. He was like, <laughs> everything bagel which you can put everything on it what's on it i don't know some some poppy seeds maybe that's not everything (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny because i feel like if you were like quick do an andrew clarkston impression that is the bit i would come up with (laughs) why is it called everything 
yeah. bagel. It doesn't have everything on it. Huh? Yeah, I like it with a kitchen sink. You got that? I didn't think so. It's not on there. <laughs> I'm really sad our listeners can't see your physical impression where you're just like weirdly flailing like a baby, which he does. He's he's he's, he's kind of like a, a small child that needs to be turned down. Like you know, yes, just like <laughs> yeah, he's a fussy. He's, he's fussy. a fussy baby. He's fussy. Um. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of fussy babies, uh, the story I'm about to tell you is about the uh, young adult uh, publishing industry. Oh, so books yeah. for fussy babies yes. for angsty, angsty teens. Actually. Angsty teens. So this story is um, it's very recent. It actually happened like about a month ago. Yeah. So um, do you know this one? I think it was uh, something where it didn't like it get a, a series that essentially is not good at, at all yes. somehow got like a million copies sold yes. yeah, 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 yeah 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 so that's what we're going to talk about today Hell so yeah i, I current start, affairs <laughs> it's it is it's a current scam yeah. um so the first thing to know about this is like the the young adult lit community is like very tight-knit it's yeah. a lot of people that know each other it's a it's a very small world <laughs> um honestly personally i feel like it's really fucking weird to be an adult who's super into teen literature yeah, like i'm yeah. sorry i just it's creepy to me i don't yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, man. you're a grown-up like yeah. why do you why are you in this why do you care this much i don't yeah. get it i mean i guess i get it if you write it but like yeah. i don't know it's very strange it's to me. It, it's it, it, it is odd I, I remember the first time i saw a uh, <laughs> a male build-a-bear employee i had kind of the same take <laughs> like, what the, the fuck are you doing it's, here man <laughs> it's the same thing of like this isn't for you yeah, like why yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't, this is not made for you. Like, it's, why are you here? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. But, uh, but it is like, it, it's a very, it's a very tight knit community. It's very small. Um, a lot of these people are like very connected on the internet and, and all of that stuff. So it's, the, the other thing to know is that, um, in, this could should come as a shock to no one because you're listening to podcasts rather than reading a fucking book right now. Uh, books don't sell very well. No. So <laughs> mine I, has not moved off the shelf at all. And it's, well, it's, what's it's your just, book it's, called? It's uh, mainly just a slice of life you know, kind of thing. It's just a <laughs> day in my life. Just we know what I do. A slice of life. A slice of life. Pat's 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 and it's just tales from yeah. the pawn shop and the donut <laughs> yeah. truck. I hurtled into that joke without a reference. I was just like, <laughs> that's like my book. I was like, what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> You're getting you overhead no, right you now. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> you just woke up. <laughs> Don't find too close to the reference, son. So, yeah. So nobody reads books. Um, it does not take very much to get on the New York Times bestseller list now. Yeah. Especially at the bottom of the list. So, like, think about that next time you see a book that says, like, New York Times bestseller. Yeah, there's, like, it's 500 fucking things on that list. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, you you only have to sell, like, a couple hundred copies, and then you're on that list. And then you can say that you're a New York Times bestselling author forever. Oh, my God. So, like, it's not... I don't know. It's yeah. It's dubious, but... The other thing to like know, it, like most industries in decline, like they're starting, like you know, they're, yeah. they're 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 struggling to, to keep uh, to keep afloat, and uh, that's when when desperate times, you know, des- exactly desperate measures. Exactly. So, um, the other thing to know is that New York Times bestseller list. It's a lot like uh, in in podcaster terms, it's a lot like the iTunes charts where they keep it a secret how they determine where books uh, yeah. rank. So, like, it's sort of based on sales, but it's maybe also based on other things like pre-sales sometimes count for more. Like they're not, they don't like reveal their algorithm. Yeah. 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 So the New York times bestseller list for young adult books has been completely dominated for the last six months by this book called the hate you give, which is, um, 
Uh, equal, equal to the our love producer you. does not enjoy that title he will also be uh disappointed to find out the you in the hate you give is the letter you oh fuck that, that's that is infiltrated into into book covers now yeah oh, god damn it fucking feel... misspellings yeah, you're yeah. not prince you can't do that but anyway you guys are gonna feel really bad when i tell you what the book is about um, is, is it about how the hate you give is equal to the love you take? I don't, I don't, yeah, <laughs> it's about um, a a teenager whose friend is shot by the cops. So <laughs> fuck all of you. Oh man. Yeah, you're all assholes. It's about like Black Lives Matter police brutality stuff, and supposedly it's really good. And it's also like it's super popular. Um, they're making a movie a, a, about it, starring um, Issa Rae, the girl from Insecure, yeah, yeah. and Amanda Stenberg, who's the um, little girl in the Hunger Games. Okay, like big names are attached to this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a very like you know I'd never heard of it because I don't uh, <laughs> care about books for children and I don't have children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently, it's very popular. Yeah. So um, that's been at the top of the list for a really long time, until. The end of August, a month, about a month ago. I thought that was the name of the next book. I was like, that vaguely poetic bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) The end of August. (laughs) No, no, no. That's just when it happens. Okay, all right. But not a bad name for... I stormed the fuck out of here. Not a bad name for a young adult novel. No, no, that's why it it hit me. I was like, oh, it's like end of August. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like an evocative, like, coming of age (laughs) thing. Like, oh, summer's over. Yeah, school's right around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, at the end of August, uh, The Hate You Give was um bumped off the top slot uh it got bumped down to number two by a brand new book called handbook for mortals um even worse than the hate you give which which would also be a handy book to read to stop a police shooting i would imagine (laughs) yikes hold on there's a page in here hold on hold on on. (laughs) sir just wait one moment please (laughs) yeah so this book handbook for mortals it's it debuts at the number one spot uh it's from an author none of these young adult people have heard of it's from a publisher that no one has ever heard of i've never heard those two consonants before a first name before because that's all young adult fiction i oh yeah yeah, we'll get into it yeah yeah, her well her name is laney serum which sounds to me like an anagram yeah 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 it's l-a-n-i-s-a-r-e-m which is like "Mm, that's not a name or isn't that right musy renal (laughs) 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 yeah oh and wait till we get into the actual book it's fucking ridiculous Ah, did you ever read any young adult fiction when you were a young adult oh yeah oh yeah yeah i i read i was real big in the animorph series oh i loved animorphs oh yeah oh shit we've never talked the morphs okay (laughs) (laughs) i was really into Animorphs, which like um surprisingly dark it was surprisingly dark. there's a lot yeah there was a lot of uh a lot of death yeah uh, and yeah. like i remember there's one where like because there are those the there's if anybody is too young for animorphs listening um get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> it was about it was uh an alien race of like these alien slugs and they would crawl into your brain and take over your body and yeah. like control you and like that happened to one of the kids in the books yeah, and they yeah. had to like chain him up in a shed so yeah. he wouldn't like destroy it's so yeah, fucking and, and, dark and now that i look back at the language that was like used in that one was just like god not having control of my own body or agency feeling like this isn't my own skin and it was like wow that sounds yeah that sounds like some like crisis counseling type shit Relatable. Like, yeah yeah <laughs> they uh there was one crazy thing where they 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 morphed because the kids would fight and would morph into animals uh yeah spoiler so that's alert. like the the good guys were these teenagers who could turn into animals yeah don't and, know how that really helps yeah, but yeah, 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 whatever 
Like I came halfway across the galaxy. Go, oh, wolf, fuck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, one of the girls they they killed the 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 hork bajir, one of those like the shock yeah. troops. They killed them in their morph or whatever. She gets home for supper because they still got to be kids. Yep. And she walks in and her parents are talking to her like, you got something in your teeth. And when she went back from the, the wolf to human morph, it was a little piece of hork bajir stuck in her teeth, <laughs> like flesh. I was like, yeah, that's pretty dark. Grim, grim. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's like Hunger Games and shit. That's pretty dark. It, yeah. It's still, you know. I, 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 Hunger Games is like uh, people die, like children die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like battle royale shit. That's tight. I'm familiar with with through the movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've not read it. But but yeah, so this book comes out, Handbook for Mortals. It's it's the first book by this publisher, first book by this author. Nobody knows what it is. It's at the top of the bestseller list. People are like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Um. So buying your way onto the bestseller list is not technically illegal. And it does occasionally happen. Um, a good example of this is like a lot of um, like conservative publishers like Bill O'Reilly oh, books yeah, and, yeah. and Coulter and stuff. What they'll do is like they'll give away the book as a gift uh, if you subscribe to like Newsmax or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. So they, so they buy 10,000 copies yes. and hand it. Yeah. So they, so they bulk buy the book and that puts it on the list. But usually if you bulk buy the book like that, you still get on the list, but there's like a little asterisk next to it. Like this is here principally for bulk bot copies and oh, not okay. for individual yeah, yeah. interest. So there's like a little asterisk. It's like being in the baseball hall of fame with steroids or whatever. Yeah. A little asterisk. <laughs> you know, so, so that happens, but then this book comes out and that it doesn't have an asterisk. Like it's yeah. just like, it just seems organically like, and there's been like no press about it in like the young adult circles. Like it's not, it's not being talked about. So it's very strange. Um, this young adult author named Phil Stamper starts to investigate. So another excellent name, by the yeah, way, Phil yeah. Stamper. Uh, I just imagine like it's a big red, red rubber stamp and just Phil. Like it yeah. just like slaps it down on, a, <laughs> on some DMV That's paperwork. how he signs his books. Um, <laughs> so he he like puts the call out on, on Twitter of like, does anybody know anything about this? Like what's going on? And he gets back a bunch of messages from a bunch of different booksellers, people who work in bookstores saying someone has been calling these booksellers asking if they report sales to the New York times and then ordering a bunch of the books. <laughs> so That's, those two questions in that order, like, Hey, do you report sales to the New York yeah. times? No, no, we in fact do not. All right. I'd like to buy 10,000 books, please. <laughs> no, no, no. They yeah. only, if it's yes, Oh, they no, oh, they hang up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So it's it's to get on the list. Yeah, so yeah, if, yeah. if they say yes, they'll buy a bunch of books. They won't buy that many to trigger. So at a lot of independent booksellers, if you're ordering from them, it doesn't count as a bulk order because you're not ordering from the publisher. Yeah. If you order from Barnes and Noble and you order 30 or more books, it triggers it as a corporate or bulk order. So what this person was doing was if they were calling up Barnes and Noble, they were they were asking if they reported. If they said yes, they would order 29 books <laughs> from each Barnes and Noble. So uh, it, when the person who was calling was being Triggering asked. Triggering massive eye rolls from every Barnes and Noble. Like, oh, yeah, 29. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're like sort of like, okay, guy. Like, yeah. But he sa- he says that because uh, th- they ask him uh, and he says he is producing a movie of the book. <laughs> I'm going to be building a set out of the books as yeah, well. Yeah, like what? So I'll need 10,000, please. <laughs> um, I need to make sure I've read it front to back. Uh, and when you, when you when you when you're making a movie out of a book, you want to read the book once, put it aside, get a different copy yes. of the same book, and read it again you just, just to make sure everything's good. You just want to be sure. Yeah. You just want to be absolutely sure. <laughs> there might be another chapter or two floating around in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You never know. <laughs> so uh, 
he he was he said that he was making a movie and he needed the books for an event so but the funny thing was like this book came out nobody ever heard of it so none of these bookstores have stock of this book yeah like they don't even have it so it's just it's like they're just selling pre pre-order copies sort of they're saying yeah like this person's ordering it and then they'll fulfill the order like okay. they, they'll contact the publisher and fulfill the order for Dude, them. the numbers post uh, before the actual like tangible book is yes. sold. This is th- that's how every industry collapses like this. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Well, this is this so is the this big is short. This is the book short. It is. It's the book short. That's what this should be called. I can't wait till there's like a heist movie about this. Yeah. <laughs> So a bunch of dudes calling like calling Barnes and Nobles, but like to set to like tense thriller music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like using like they have like black gloves on when they yeah. pick up the phone. <laughs> Fucking rules. It's still their phone though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's they're calling from the, it's because no one gives a shit because it's the publishing industry and it's falling apart. It's there's nothing to yeah. loot. Has anyone checked on the print industry? I think, <laughs> I think you could go into a lot of like places just like kick over a trash can and like like a dead body's gonna fall out. Like they're just <laughs> unpoliced in that industry. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the wild west out there yeah so uh yeah so that is actually a very interesting point is that they they you can order the book the bookseller will get it for you so he's saying he needs them for an event and the booksellers are like well we don't have it in uh, like it should be like a week or two but we don't totally know when we're gonna get it because yeah. it depends on how many the publisher has and whatever and so he's saying it's for an event but then he's going Oh, it doesn't matter when I get them. <laughs> the event is, is fluid. It's very... Yeah, like, it's an ongoing yeah. project. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all currently in an event, really, if you yeah. think about it? And so, like, uh, the other thing is, if you order a bunch of books, you can cancel it at any time before the books actually come in. So, you really are just, like, fronting the money and then, like, pumping up the sale, and you don't even have to actually ever or have a physical book ever it is it's exactly like shorting the system it is exactly (laughs) like short and so that's like what's happening so this is coming for it but it's like 30 books at a time like that's you you're not yeah it's easy to get on the new york times bestseller list but like to knock off a hugely popular book like 30 books at a time is not going to do it yeah so um these publishers start checking book scan which is like it's sort of like the uh like billboard of books like it you can see how many like if you're a publisher you can check and see like how many books the publisher has how many have been fulfilled like request that kind of thing and so people check the old like the the old like bull market stockroom floor of the (laughs) book industry exactly (laughs) except it's a bunch of like weird librarian shut-ins like (laughs) on their laptops so they check it and this book handbook for mortals has somehow like, sold. Buy, sell read <laughs> <laughs> exactly i would have lost sleep if i didn't say that <laughs> this book somehow sold eighteen thousand copies jesus <laughs> so like they had this whole scam going and they way overdid it like you need maybe five thousand to get to the top of the yeah so it's like this is like real like established authors don't sell that many especially because they were like no pre-sales like this was all in one week like this is fucking weird yeah this is it it, it comes back to like when you do the the scam too good this is yes yeah like volpini with the fucking like you're the the only winning ticket or those are the hack pack episode those guys like yes we're the only ones that had this like sometimes if you're the only person that has something like that's that's the big red flag yeah yeah, and it's like 
selling more many many times over more copies it's like "Mm, this is a red flag so uh this is a quote most of this is from an article on a website called pajiba about this whole story so uh they had a source in the publishing industry uh who who says this so she says Uh, The source tried to find out if her library had ordered the book, but they hadn't. It wasn't listed with their preferred vendor, and it wasn't on Edelweiss, which is a key source of review copies and promotional material. So, like, book reviewers and stuff, you get it through Edelweiss, and it's not on there. I know that Edelweiss is, like, the the book industry's uh, idea for a catchy app name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I know, we'll call something short and, like, Edelweiss. You know, uh, because we're all nerds and we love the sound of music. yeah. That super uh, <laughs> obvious touchstone that we all love. That's, um, a, that's also the theme song to uh, you seen that that uh, Amazon show about what if Nazis won the war? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Three. <laughs> I can't watch boring, that show. Three of the most boring main characters in the history of television. Oh God, like like the guy that dude is such a fucking dud. That- yeah, oh, the, the lead actor man. He looks Ugh. like me and Rob Gagnon came up with a homeboy in Connecticut and a comedian named Rob Pugliese and we saw he's call him Tiger Beat and shit because he was just too darn sexy. <laughs> Love you, Rob. He's out in LA. Tiger now. Beat is a really good nickname yeah. for a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, and like he looks exactly like fucking Rob. And I was just I didn't. Uh, I was like, man, they should just got Rob because you know I hit, uh, Rob Pugliese, not gag. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that show sucks, and I can't watch it. I watched the first season, but then Trump got elected, and I was like, mm, yeah, they're yeah, like real Nazis real. Yeah. now. The, the Nazi dad was like probably the most compelling character on yes. the show yeah yeah and he was really good but those three main characters i remember i would just stop it sometimes i was like what the fuck who i don't care about you all i hope all of you just get hit by a car unrelated yeah. to the plot big big stinkers yeah. um <laughs> we're coming for you goddamn <laughs> but anyway yeah so it's not an edelweiss uh uh, I did find it available from Ingram, which is a publisher, and was really surprised by the on-order numbers. They have 19,000 book on order and no copies on hand. So they like, didn't even print any. And they say, for comparison, uh, the perennially popular James Patterson latest james patterson's latest novel the store who's like that's someone who people actually read yeah that came out 10 days ago they have five thousand copies on hand so like they really overdid yeah, it and patterson is in there crying his fucking eyes out right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's humiliated yeah, yeah. so people are getting wind of this they contact the author laney Sarum about this and she denies any knowledge of the scam and she is like she's a character we're gonna get into this she's very funny um so she says the last book that caused a lot of controversy like this was 50 shades of gray sarum points out and it was caused by the book community because it was nothing like what they've put out <laughs> whether you like the book or hate it you have to acknowledge it outsold everything um, it's, it's it's the trump of books it's the trump of books what it where's this fucking mindset is just leaking into every facet of society and it's, it's it's like it's all that shit of like mm, haters get mad yeah, like yeah yeah no you you don't understand yeah it's like <laughs> so she's basically saying that like <laughs> he is your new york times bestseller get used to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it like she says uh let's see i remember seeing an article where someone in publishing said we have to stand up and look at this because there's people out there that wanted to read this and we've never even put it out that's what people forget. There's a world out there of people that read books. They just don't exist in this little pocket in this niche. So she's basically saying like these fucking book people don't yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. You're just mad because my book is so amazing and revolutionary yeah. that uh, you 
like you're pissed because I'm like reinventing this. Yeah, thing. like you, you guys are busy pandering to these coastal elite young adult readers. I'm exactly. Like, yeah, like, and I'm over here in the flyover states putting fucking work. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's total. It's total like populism. Yeah, like yeah. You're just maybe you should uh, focus on people who don't read. Yeah, and, <laughs> like that's a bigger demo. Like. Ugh. Yeah, like it's part crazy. Of, part of her book tour was like in a coal mine in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's, oh my God. So th- th- this woman is sp- special. This book is special. <laughs> it's so uniquely shitty. So, so this woman, Lainey Sarum, she's never written a book before. Um, it comes out that she, for her day job, she's a music manager. Uh, and there are some real, it, it's a, it's just an odd collection of people involved yeah, in this yeah. story. So um, she manage, she manages um, this guy who was in Twilight, the movie Twilight, this guy Jackson Rathbone. He has like yeah. some shitty indie band that she manages. Um, Jackson Rathbone. Get him. Right? That's a dope name. I have no clue the guy is. <laughs> You'd think his band would be like a good country band or something with that name. Yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. fucking good name. Nope. He just is some lame ass a hipster actor guy. Um, she used to manage blues traveler. (laughs) Yeah. She, uh, she's related to InSync member JC Chazay who tweeted about her book. Uh, it's the so uh, Pop my cousin's book. I think you're really going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So she, it, it comes out. She originally wrote this book as a screenplay. Uh, and then she was encouraged <laughs> to turn it into a book series, which is, you know, just the mark of uh, yeah. someone with a real respect for yeah, literature, yeah. you know, was encouraged. So they were just like, my God, this, this needs to be like, well, they were basically like, you know, what would get this screenplay sold if it becomes a popular yeah, book yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the other thing that is so weird about this is that the kid, the actor from rookie of the year in american pie do you know oh, that yeah, guy i'm talking oh, yeah, about yeah 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 also from a kid in king arthur's court let's yes not, let's kid- not forget his fucking <laughs> seminal work <laughs> that movie rules oh Thank yeah you for reminding me oh you're very welcome the guy in a kid in king arthur's court yeah. is apparently attached to this film project <laughs> so he, like his fucking luck man. it's just the co- it's a collection of like the weirdest yeah d-list celebrities <laughs> i wonder if he's like chris klein is hitting him up he's like hey any uh, any room for the old klein <laughs> There, huh? <laughs> so like uh th- i feel like this is the funniest like twist here so this book just came out handbook for mortals already has an imdb page <laughs> i i did see that yeah, yeah yeah and uh kid in king arthur's court is on that page and guess who is attached as the star the main character of handbook for mortals the movie uh, is it is it our our boy the or wait no okay it is the author herself oh fuck <laughs> you damn it yep <laughs> old Lainey Sarum she I has am... she's had a couple bit parts in like some CSIs and oh now she's God. rocketing to the top <laughs> shit man I I just the the fucking gate is why are we still I'm re, like uh, before I even started doing stand up I, I knew that I wanted to do stand up yeah and my mom was like you should go on last comic standing Pat and me being the fucking uh, shitty teenager I was I was just like uh I was like well I don't know man it's like, I'd rather get in there I remember I had this conversation like, I'd rather pay my dues like, I don't want to be like this flavor of the week they just crank out <laughs> the show and now I know that that's all bullshit anyways those guys already have agents and representation by the time right they yeah, yeah 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 to the, even the initial stages but at the time I remember 
saying this and feeling very proud of my little fucking 16 year old self and like your stand yeah, yeah yeah that I took and, and then and then like it's it's just gotten worse now <laughs> it's just like the, the, everybody could just yeah jump just, the line yeah what was I thinking I should have just fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ I should have just saffron herned it, 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 you know <laughs> That's right, ten year old. We're fucking coming for you. Uh, yeah, oh fuck! I forgot she's a real person. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's actually uh, probably people don't know what we're talking about, but if they do, she. I've heard she's actually a very sweet kid. Yeah. It's just like maybe being taken advantage of by her parents a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Just, when, when analyzing the uh, the trajectory of a child star's career, what you want to do is you want to look and see if any of the parents had a failed attempt in that career as well. Exactly. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad, but it's 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 a red flag. <laughs> it's a real red flag. <laughs> So, yeah, so she is attached as the star. Uh, she has basically written this vehicle for herself. <laughs> and now I want to get into the actual book plot, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. it's really something. Is so, it, uh, it, uh, God, this is just, what, what, what's this lady? Does she look like like leading lady material? Is we're we're going to get into that. Okay. So, <laughs> so the first thing to know about this book is that the main character's name is Scheherazade. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Zaid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, oh my God. I just see like a, like, like a, a, a notebook from her seventh grade class just springing to life right now. Yes, that is, it's, it's like that level of, yeah. so there's something in, are there two hot dudes fighting over her? That is the entire plot of the book. That is the entire plot of the book. Except that also she has magic powers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what you think. So there's like a, a term in uh, like fan, the fan fiction world and like the, the literary world. Uh, uh, Mary Sue. Have you ever heard that term? Yeah. Is the, 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 the girl you can kind of like apply all your hopes and dreams to. That's yeah. So um, a Mary Sue is basically like it's a self insert character. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. it's a stand in for the author and like. Everybody thinks she's amazing. All the men want to fuck her. All the women are like threatened by her beauty. Yeah. Like it's this, and it's this character who has like no real character and no real flaws, just kind of a a person you can sort of project yourself into as like an aspirational figure. And this is like perfect Mary Sue shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard old girl from uh, the last Star Trek. uh, I heard a couple think pieces call her a Mary Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I'm um, ed- educated solely through internet tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we have Zaid, as she is affectionately known. This is the copy from like the the press release about the book. Zaid Holder has always been a free spirited young woman from a long dynasty of tarot card readers, fortune tellers, and practitioners of magic with a K. Uh, yeah, you, you want to hook the reader in. You know? yes. You're like, wait a minute, what is this arcane world she's building? <laughs> That's normally a C. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's it's real special. <laughs> Growing up in a small town and never quite fitting in, Zaid is determined to forge her own path. She leaves her home in Tennessee to break free from her overprotective mother, Della, the local <laughs> resident spellcaster and fortune teller. You know those local yeah, yeah, resident yeah. spellcasters? That are totally put up with in rural Tennessee. In rural Tennessee, <laughs> yeah, where people are yeah. fucking cool with that. Hey, man, say la vie, man. That's what I've always said. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't like them, but sometimes I need a spellcaster. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, I don't agree with their politics, but who am I to insert my beliefs on one of them? To say? <laughs> <laughs> a common refrain in Tennessee. Yeah. Okay, so Zade travels to Las Vegas and uses supernatural powers to become part of a premier magic with a C show led by the infamous magician 
Charles Spellman. No! 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 <laughs> Charles <It's>, Spellman! Yeah. <laughs> if you, first of all, all right. If you're going to go, if you have magic powers and you're going to Vegas and you're not fucking just stealing all the money by gambling, right? who takes their magic power to go earn a fucking paycheck in Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> just become a working yeah. stiff like the rest of us. Also, who gives infamous people shows nobody's nobody's like ooh, nobody can fucking stand you and you're dangerous here's a well actually that happens quite a bit I guess now that, that I is actually is very true yeah uh, this has been a sobering reminder from watching still the other funny thing about charles spellman is because i've read excerpts from this book it's a very obvious uh david copperfield stand-in oh, like it's just shit. him and like he's thanked in the acknowledgments in the book so it's like <laughs> clearly she's just like really into him and yeah, yeah so <laughs> So <laughs> Charles, so she goes to work for Charles Spellman. Zade fits right in with this troop of artists and misfits. Of course yeah. she does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's who everyone wants to be. Oh man, I did, you just, like there has to be some scene where like they're just like she has her little uh, her little entry character, the person that's like her eyes into that world. And he's walking around. And he's just all like, "That's Roy. Don't make him mad." Roy like breathes fire. And it's just like that little <laughs> exposition scene where he's just all like, "Yeah, that's oh, I, I I fucking hate those scenes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the scene in Mean Girls where. Uh, the she's pointing out all where all the clicks sit in the cafeteria. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly that, but like not satirical. Just yeah, totally yeah. played straight. Also, it's just all like it's, it's it's not even like at this point is it young adult fiction where you're just dealing strictly with adults who work in the fucking entertainment yeah, industry in Vegas. That is what is like so strange. Is like there's nothing in this book that makes it a young adult book except that it's not well written. Like that's it. It's not about a child. It's, yeah, it's actually like kind of inappropriate for kids. It's especially like. The thing that's interesting in like the the excerpts of it I've read is like usually in young adult books you want there to be some kind of lesson learned or like moral yeah. import like you want you want you want it to like reflect some sort of values that you want the person reading yeah. to have. And this book is like wildly misogynist. Uh, like oh, yeah. she Every woman hates her yeah. because she's beautiful <laughs> yeah. and like tries to sabotage her. And she has like no female friend. She's just interested well, in men. Because it's just drama with chicks. I mean, she, you know, when you <laughs> hang out with just dudes, it's just like they're way more chill. She is 100% <laughs> that person. Yeah. Like no question. So, so yeah. So I love that gif on the internet where it's like, uh, it's just like this, the quote, like I don't chill with, I only hang out with guys. Girls are so much drama. Yeah. It's the girl get all the hot dogs thrown in her face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys are less drama. It's slow motion yeah. being hit with a bunch of dicks. <laughs> so it continues behind the scenes of this multi-million dollar production Zade finds herself caught in a love triangle with uh -oh. Mac oh uh -oh. Mac the show's good looking but rough around the edges technical director <laughs> the technical director that is not high fantasy like you're just like applying like yeah and like in the, in the second book she falls in love with the guy who works the door that's yeah like <laughs> that's the only thing that's funny is like it's very like um like wow she's like so cool it's like mm, you don't have to be cool to like fuck a tech guy like yeah. it's not it's not hard to do yeah have you ever tried to fuck a magician you have to try to not fuck a magician like if you <laughs> if you slip if up if you live in Las Vegas yeah, you can yeah. fuck a magician yeah you can uh, you, you walk out if you're not careful you take one misstep outside of your house before you even know it you're fucking a magician <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just slip and fall. You're fucking, yeah, you're yeah, falling yeah, into a magician's yeah, dick. It just happens. Yeah. Oh, man. So there's Mac, and then there's uh, the other guy is Jackson. Interestingly, looks exactly like Jackson, the guy whose band she manages, Jackson oh, Rathbone. Oh, Rathbone. And guess what he is? He's the tall, dark, handsome, and charming band leader. Oh, man. So just. 
she wants to fuck yeah. this guy. He's going to be in the movie literally with the same name. Um, it's, you know, you, well, now you see the dichotomy. It's like one of these guys is like the very like a uh, rugged tech hand guy. The other one is the very uh, the cool uh, rock star. Y- yeah, the cool rock star. And, you know, it's like, who does she want? Does she want security or does she want passion? Yeah. And that's what she's really going to have to think you're, about. You're going to read this book now, huh? <laughs> I'm sold on it, man. So... It goes on Zade's secrets and the struggle to choose between Mac or Jackson creates reckless tension during the grand finale of the show using chaos magic this time with a K <laughs> you know, the stuff where you like jack off on a picture of somebody you don't like and then set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. You put period blood in someone's coffee yeah. like that shit. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's, I, I can't wait for children across America to read about this. Exactly. So uh, she tests her abilities as a spellcaster farther than she's ever tried, grammatically incorrect, and finds herself at death's door. Her fate is left in the hands of a mortal who does not believe in a world of real magic, a fortune teller who knows one day Zade would put herself in danger, and a dagger with mystical powers, dot, dot, dot. So just fuck this <laughs> i also like that the copy for this book has given away the entire plot yeah. like we've gotten all the way to the end of the book yeah the fact that it takes place in a fucking like a like a working theater in las vegas i just i still can't swallow that it's also like the entire conceit of the book is that she has to keep the fact that she's a witch secret but she's using magic powers on stage as a magician (laughs) so like why like just don't do that and you'll be fine uh one of the uh few problems i have with the fast and the furious series because it's it's essentially perfect no uh it is but continue yeah the one where they they steal the fucking safe from rio de janeiro which is the stupidest uh, that whole ending sequence where they just murder a bunch of police officers. Yeah, yeah, rules. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but what's funny is like, I don't see the problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, these guys are from Rio, man. No, but they. Uh, <laughs> but the part where, like, what gets me about that movie is when they're plotting the heist. Uh, there's a point where. Uh, they Ludacris's character who was described as the best circuit guy on the East Coast, which I don't know what the fuck that means. But they uh, they take him and like they put this little remote control car with a camera on it and they like wheel it into the police station to look at this vault. Yes. And they're looking at the vault and he's like, Oh man, that's a Gibbs and J Max thirty three X two four Z with a you know, triple flyback bar and then he says the whole thing and Paul Walker's character just looks at him and goes what he goes i'm just shocked that you would know that and he's like out of life before this and it's like you hired him to rob a bank of course he fucking knows about the bank yeah safe. why are like, you surprised yeah why are you like well this guy that i this criminal that i hired knows about the thing i hired him to be a criminal towards damn you <laughs> yeah, have yeah, yeah. cracked this case wide open there are some logical inconsistencies in the fast that's the just the tip of the series. iceberg that's <laughs> <laughs> it only Stay gets tuned for the spin-off podcast yeah yeah how far does this rabbit hole go furious about fast and the furious <laughs> yeah. So I did now I just want to read an excerpt from the book. Yeah, let's get that meat and potatoes. So you get an idea of uh, the quality of writing here, which is (laughs) this is like one of the funniest sentences I've ever heard. And I just I literally pick these randomly. You can go you can go look at it on Amazon. It's it's all it's it's actually kind of fun to read. It's so bad. Like you it just makes. So this paragraph starts. People say some memories will stick with you forever, (laughs) which like. Yeah, that's what a memory yeah, that's what a is. Memory. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what a memory is. I cash out every six or seven years. I just, <laughs> I'm like, all right, ching. I just dump them and I just make new ones. And it keeps going. People say some memories will stick with you forever. They burn brightly in your mind. And each detail is as clear as the day it happened. Each color, each smell, the way things felt, the way you felt. It all pierces your mind each time you think about it. 
Yeah, that's yeah. that's what remembering <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, I I would imagine I would like to think that that uh, sense of each smell, each color, each texture, uh, then rolled into like a like a sixth grade level sensory essay, which is <laughs> like each smell stays with you, like the smell of the Vegas place that I performed, the smell <laughs> of the stage, and the sight. And it just like goes through the checklist of like I saw this, I smelled that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> So um, I do want to say I read uh, the reason I'm in town uh, is I, I came back for a job training. I read um, admissions essays for uh, a university and like I read terrible writing yeah. <laughs> like and it's not their fault like it's it's fine like you're 17 like yeah you went through Texas public school like you're not a good writer. it's fine <laughs> but like this is I would say this is average for a 17 year old yeah, admissions yeah. essay. <laughs> like, so it keeps going. It pierces your mind each time you think about it. You can practically place yourself there at that moment as if it were happening yep. all over again. Okay. All right. Thank you. This is a whole paragraph. Like why? Shut up. Like, what are you talking about? Close your eyes and breathe in deep. And all of a sudden you are back in that time and that place. Like, <laughs> Just yeah, you're remembering something. Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. The, man, the, I, I would just love to like see like somebody editing that and read that entire thing. Like okay, remember to Zayd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that. It's it's so dumb. Yeah. So um, there's an Onion article uh, where it says a uh, aspiring novelist just assumes people are shrugging way more than they actually are. <laughs> that's another yeah. thing that's like really funny in this book is she's constantly like it's all from her point of view. Yeah, but there's. Like it should have just been written from an omniscient narration. So like she has to just overhear things all the time or like just like witness things that like she shouldn't be witnessing just because it needs it for the plot. And it's like, just make it not her scene. Like just don't be in her head. It's, it's easy to fix. This is Zade's story, Kath. Okay. I'm not just going to remove her from hers to remove me from my, wait, what? (laughs) Uh, There's okay. So I I also want to read. So there's a classic trope in young adult fiction where, uh, the female protagonist sees herself in a mirror and then describes the way she looks to <laughs> the the reader. And yep, my brown hair is still there. Yeah, so my blue eyes. And she does this for pages because she's a fucking narcissist. She's yeah, writing this yeah, about herself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's yeah, she's packing up to leave her town and and she sees herself in her car's rearview mirror. Of course she does. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm leaving town, I avoid eye contact with mirrors because I'm just like, I don't want to remember what the fuck I did here. So it says, people tell me I'm pretty all the time. Beautiful, even. I'm not sure what they see. I think I'm more of a cute, average looking girl. <laughs> so, you know, you don't know you're beautiful. That's what makes you beautiful. Obviously. <laughs> I'm slender, but I do not believe most would say skinny. Not hot girl skinny, at least. Yeah. I have. Uh, go ahead. I'm still thick with two C's. y'all. Exactly. <laughs> Get into it. Uh, I have long legs that are toned, but I think my thighs are too large and I do not have a thigh gap. <laughs> italics on not <laughs> so she's relatable okay <laughs> yeah my arms are kind of flabby and while i do have an hourglass figure i've always felt my butt is a little too big so like <laughs> oh your terrible flaws of having thick thighs and a big ass yeah. like no one likes that <laughs> what am i gonna do with all this ass That's exactly what <laughs> uh there's another I, I missed it in here but there's there's also like she's obsessed with talking about her hair because she's again in classic mary sue form has uh 
beautiful blonde hair with a multicolored uh, dye at the bottom. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah, of yeah. course, and she's just like, I dye it based on my personality, like how I'm feeling. Like <laughs> there's multiple scenes in the book of her going to Sally Beauty Supply to buy hair dye. Like it's- <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, it's insane. It's oh, insane. Man. There's another really good scene where um, it's she goes to the mall a lot in this book. It's, a, <laughs> it's the dumbest yeah. fucking book. So she goes to the mall a lot and there's a scene where she's buying a pretzel and the teenager who is um the the teenage boy who's running the pretzel place it falls in love with her basically oh, and man. is like flirting with her and then she gets yelled at by the uh homely fat uh female pretzel oh, maker yeah, 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 for like yeah. hitting on her boyfriend and oh, it's just like <laughs> i just don't get why girls don't like me like it's wild so uh, I, I just like her, her ugly face became ugly with anger and, and <laughs> fat rage. <She> got, <laughs> yeah. Like the only, so like the only women described in this book are either, um, hot and mean yes. or ugly and mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everyone, everyone hates her. Um, but all the men are in love with her and it's, it's so fucking bad. Like I can't overstate how bad this is. Um, I highly recommend if you're interested in this, there's a very funny, um, author. Her name's Jenny Trout and she does this thing called the jealous hater book club. And she <laughs> reads like bad, uh, young adult novels. Yeah, yeah. And she's doing this one as her feature right now. Oh, so that's Google so tight. that. Yeah. It's, it's very funny. Um, what's it called? The jealous haters book club. The jealous haters book club. Oh, so it's a, a woman named Jenny Trout. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, she did, she did 50 shades of gray a few years ago. It was very funny. So nice. basically like all the shit, this, all this shit for this bad book. Yeah. yeah. And it, it comes out like she ended up writing an op-ed, this, this Lanny Sarum woman, um, where she basically admitted that she knew, what was going on yeah. that like they're um that that they used this company uh oh, i can't find what it's called there's this company uh it's called like results something let me see if i can get it sorry yeah that's no, uh yeah it's called result source result so, source so she was just like in her op-ed and she was like i just want to take a moment to acknowledge my jealous fat haters yeah <laughs> basically she was basically like look i bought a bunch of copies because i'm going to conventions to sign them i don't know why the rest of you didn't think of that like no shit everyone does that they just don't buy eighteen thousand copies like people kept pointing out they're like george R. R. martin doesn't buy that many when he goes to conventions yeah, like right. there's no reason for you to have that many books so uh well, he's a fat hater so exactly he's a jealous fat hater um so yeah they use this company called result source who specialize in bestseller campaigns on behalf of authors uh they were directly involved in a bulk buying strategy she basically plays it off like yeah i did it but like so what like who cares um the new york times eventually this so this was on at the top of the bestseller list for literally about four hours and then new york times <laughs> took it off so there's other controversies where it turns out the cover art for this book is just stolen it's oh, just I was gonna somebody say, it's probably just clip arted yeah just. it's somebody so somebody they hired somebody to do it based on another drawing and the artist who was hired to do it was told that it, the original artist would be credited like he was doing like yeah, an, yeah, an yeah. homage and then he was the original artist was not credited whatsoever yeah. uh, like they fucked everyone over so anyway uh now this book is just sort of infamous and it basically seems like uh she was probably told that her movie would get funding if the book did well and yeah. that is what uh inspired this whole campaign so <laughs> never believe anyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just yeah and uh 
I really, if you enjoy terrible writing like I do, just Google this because it's it's a fun one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's available to read in its entirety online. It's not, but it's been so heavily excerpted by people making fun of it that oh, like yeah, you yeah. can like I haven't read the whole thing, but I feel like I've read yeah, the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> like it's it's really great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the story of Handbook for Mortals. Handbook for Mortals. That's I mean, that's that's so fun. Like I, I don't know if this was present like previously in society, but it just seems like now, like we were saying, like like the, the Donald Trump's election, things like that. Just these this this like the uprising of the unskilled. Of yeah, just being like being like no 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 like like you know put the spotlight on us too. We can do do these things as well. And it's like we don't have to go through the proper channels. And it's like no, that's how you weed out untalented shitty hacks. Like, yeah. yeah, and and also the idea of like the the, the the rise of the unskilled and also anybody who is upset with the rise of the unskilled is uh un- is being unfair yeah yeah like yeah. the idea that like if you if you question this at all you're just being a hater or whatever yeah. it's like no, no no there's like legitimate reasons to be mad about yeah this. what's <laughs> like that, what's that like that um i guess she's like a a left-wing Tommy Lauren. No, I don't need the left-wing stupid. Who was that that YouTuber girl who got in trouble for the fat shaming video? Oh yeah, I can't remember her name, but that yeah. she was like Nicole a Canadian. Arbor. Nicole, Nicole Arbor. Arbor. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. She like, and I remember uh, after the uh, the response to the, the her and her response to the fat shaming video again. It was like this whole like, you know. Uh, like they got taken down off YouTube, but then she was like, "Guys, we broke the internet with comedy. We took comedy." And I was like, "Bitch, quit using that word." Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, this is not, not a win for all of us. Yeah, like, and you don't get to, like that's not you. You're not a comedian. Like that's like right. I remember in the '90s they tried to pass off Jenny McCarthy as a comic, and then like I think her one joke that she wrote was she would stick her tongue out the side of her mouth. Like that's the only. <laughs> it was just I don't. They, they they use that word. They'll throw it around, and it's like just because you have a YouTube video that somebody might have laughed at, right? Like you're not a just because you use like jump weird jump cuts it's not comedy like uh i do want to end this uh this handbook for mortals with one more piece of information about this person so remember how i said she managed blues traveler yeah so the blues traveler twitter account weighed in (laughs) on this whole controversy and said uh god i I wanted to know (laughs) what they had to say they said somebody was like hey do you know your old managers like basically tricked the new york times bestseller list and the official blues traveler account says yes this is weird but not surprising we fired her for these kind of stunts (laughs) her sense of denial is staggering though this is the first we've heard of this i must say she that she's keen never to miss a trick and really is a master at describing how her hair seems to look (laughs) (laughs) in this crazy upside down world i'm glad we have the sane reasonable voice of blues traveler's official twitter account uh excellent so yeah so i mean i don't think it's worth it but it is really funny that it happened yeah oh yeah i wasn't even thinking about the worth it part of this fucking podcast because it was just so fucking stupid (laughs) so dumb yeah yeah. it's Uh, so dumb man uh, so i I had asked and and, and, uh just curious if she's gonna be casting herself in the movie you had said about uh her uh, i was was like what does she look like she belongs in the leading role of a movie oh yeah she's not i mean I like it, I, mean, it I don't want to be rude. I, yeah. She's pretty average looking. Like yeah. she's she's cute, but she's not like movie cute. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like she's not she's not a bad looking woman, but like here, I'll show you a picture. I think this is pretty flattering. I think she's got like kind of a big nose, but oh, yeah. but like she, yeah, like she's cute, but like yeah, yeah. not 
she's not a movie star. Yeah, no, no. Which like neither are we. It's fine. But yeah, oh, like, yeah, I, I, I was, uh, I just <laughs> certainly wanted to look inside the mind of like you know you can if this she's, she's writing this thing and like describes herself and then they show the picture of the author and it's like it looks like George R. R. Martin. You know, that's, <laughs> that's not what she looked like. She's got she's got a pretty serious snaggle tooth, which I guess she's hoping if she like gets the money for this book, yeah, she can yeah, get it yeah. fixed before she's in the movie. She was so thankful when J. Cole dropped that song about he's not going to fix the snaggle tooth. She's like, thank <laughs> God, somebody. The other thing though too is that like i think she's like pretty old like she does not look the age of of a girl that just fled tennessee yeah like and that's like a pretty photoshop picture i i showed you that's like her headshot headshot on imdb like that's batting for the fucking fences right there yeah i feel like she's like uh it's it's definitely i would put it this way uh, the idea that she's casting herself as the lead of the movie is delusional. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> Based uh, on man. many factors. Yeah. Man, there's, uh, I, I, I don't want to get into like calling anybody out, especially because nobody knows who the fuck this is, but there's a, a resident uh, crazy female comic here in Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, who, that, this strikes me as very similar that, to her. That's, that's yeah. all I was thinking of the whole fucking time. Uh, when I met this girl, uh, the first time I ever met her was at a show in San Antonio. Um, I noted, I pointed out that she had two different kinds the shoes on two different shoes uh and she and she literally was just like yeah that's like kind of what i do you know like i'll wear two different shoes or maybe like two different types of bracelets just shows people that like you know like my mind's a little crazy and weird and i was <laughs> like damn that's like that's literally had the opposite effect on me but okay yeah like, also like enjoy your back problems yeah like that if you wear two different shoes that's like really bad for you yeah yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not cool she, on top of all that shit now she has back problems too like just, girl can't catch a break that back brace will make you look real quirky yeah so. yeah yeah well you know when she's infiltrating uh music festivals to uh take down international terrorist rings later <laughs> that, that was, that was, oh uh, wow i was thinking of a different crazy woman no 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 i'm talking about i'm talking about the, come on the, the the godfather well yeah that's true the the uh originator of all crazy Austin yeah. comedian women we should probably go i don't want to talk about this more and yeah. get in trouble yeah. uh uh, DM us. We'll chat if yeah, you're interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there's a there's a whole. If we ever do a Patreon, oh. for a five dollar donation a month, I will talk pure shit about this person <laughs> and, and drop names. <laughs> and this, That's a great idea for a Patreon. Is the exclusive episodes are just us shitting on people we don't like. It's like, sorry, you want to know who we talk shit about? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. pony up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I love how in in uh, as a um an homage to young adult fiction, we ended this by just being super catty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so anyway, The Hate You Give sounds like a pretty good book. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, go go back and, and and read more of The Hate You Give. It sounds like that that one had a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh thanks for listening. Yeah, guys. Thanks for for tuning in. Uh remember, uh follow us on Twitter. Uh we're at LCS Podcast. We also got the Facebook page. Uh poppin'. Well, <laughs> that's uh that's one word. It's poppin'. It's poppin'. But uh yeah, look us up on there. Also I'm on Twitter at, at PZTX P E E Z Y T X. Uh Kath you are at Kath Barbadoro. Yep. Hell yeah. I got an early on that one. <laughs> right. I'm the only one in the world. There are yeah. not that many Barbadoros, <laughs> so I got lucky. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, make sure you uh, you give us a, a rate, a like, a share, a listen, a subscribe. Tell I your really, re- we really, really appreciate the iTunes reviews in particular. We yes. really like reading those. Um, even if they're not like five star glowing reviews, like they're, they're really fun to read. And yeah. We even appreciate if you want to tell feedback. me how I sound like I'm going to die, but still give us three stars. <laughs> I mean, don't be a yeah. dick, but yeah. like, 
<laughs> yeah, no, if you, yeah, that, those really do help. Uh, I have noticed uh, alternating things whenever we're going to look for our podcast because you have to search it to read the reviews. Uh-huh. And so I'll type in L I E, and uh, we used to be number two. It was uh, Lies was another one with somebody, and mm-hmm. then we were number two, Lie, Cheat, and Steal. And then, uh, and then out of nowhere, they had a fucking podcast come out called The Lean Zone, L I E N. It's literally a podcast about real estate. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah, get out of here with that useful shit. And so, so we're starting a podcast beef with the lean zone. Yeah, 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 you. yeah. You're on fucking notice lean zone <laughs> and we run in the same circle. So yeah, you're uh, no, but the, now if you, but I, uh, Ethan pointed out that if you type in L I E and then space, we're top of the list, baby. Fuck yeah. We're L I E space. We're there. There's no other L I E space podcast that beats us out. So nice. Yeah. And it's your reviews that help us do that. But uh, all right guys. Yeah. Just make sure you do all that uh, for us, please. Or just listen. You know, That's also that. fine. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, yeah, make sure you check out all the other, great shows on Body Tip International and we will see you guys in the future. I'm Pat Soros. Remember, don't get caught. Don't get caught. Bye, guys.